2: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's October 15th. It's 2020 and we're going to talk about the two-game baseball slates. Um, Astros able to avoid elimination with a win on Wednesday and the Dodgers um, won the game in the first inning, the top of the first inning, it, it seemed like, um, with a record-breaking 11 runs um, against the Braves and um, Kyle Wright. So this should be an interesting one. You know, we're looking at, like, you know, game five for Tampa and Houston. So it's likely potentially going to be a bullpen game. Um, You know, we could see, like, Valdez versus Snell in this one um, and just kind of see, you know, pitch counts really watched – but um or we could see bullpen games from both teams here so um, am gonna have to check with that one as far as um you know we'll i'm sure we'll get some news before lock on that one and you'll be able to kind of decide how you want to approach it here um but you know we'll talk about it as we get going here and then Kershaw is supposed to pitch assuming that like he doesn't have any setbacks in the uh, morning workouts or anything like that. And then like Bryce Wilson is going to pitch for the Braves. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this all kind of um, work works out. Um, But let's get started here with the Rays and Astros um, game five, Tampa up three to one in this one. So we're going to go off the assumption that it is going to be Valdez and Snell. Um, that's what I've seen so far, reports wise. So that's what I'm going to go off of. Um, you know, always starting with the you know visiting pitcher here. Um, if it is Snell, like it's hard not to have some interest in Blake Snell in this spot. Um, you know, we obviously have Kershaw. Is assuming that he pitches and has no issues. Um, like I do, think he's the the top pitcher on the slate, and I think a lot of people will agree with that. I don't. I don't think it's too crazy. So, um, looking at Snell on the season, you know, decent strikeout rate against righties, twenty six point one percent, but he's been dominant against lefties. Going to see a mostly right-handed heavy lineup here. They usually will play um, Tucker and Brantley. And they don't really change around their lineup too much. So, you know, I think those two guys would be in. I think it's it's tough sledding for those two guys in this matchup against Snell. But, again, if it's going to be a bullpen game, uh, you really never know what you're going to get. So, is Snell pitch game one? If he does go in this one, I would assume it's going to be like – 70 80 pitches um so on a four game slate that's fine he should still outscore like any like reliever or anything like that um that we would play instead of him so definitely don't mind you know playing blake snell in this one um and then on the other side valdez i don't hate valdez here the only thing that like worries me a little bit if it is valdez is like how deep are they going to let him go, you know, facing elimination. Um, And then like, not even just like facing elimination and like how deep they're going to go, but like, how deep are they going to let him go? If he starts, you know, giving up some runs and stuff like this is a must win game for Houston. So I I worry about that too. This is going to be a day game too, um, which could potentially help the bats a little bit in this one, but So, overall, don't have a ton of interest in Valdez. Um, You know, especially like I said, if it ends up being a a bullpen game, you know, it's just hard to fully trust anything that we're going to see as far as like the Houston pitching in this one. So, and and like kind of goes for Tampa too, you know, just because we really don't know what to fully expect from Tampa, even if it is Snell, like how deep is he going to go? um you know just stuff like that Uh, as far as the bats in this game starting here with um tampa arouse arena like this guy is just he is on one of the hottest streaks i've ever seen um i love baseball i've been watching baseball for a long time and um he's just he's just crushing like it's just awesome to see um It's cool to watch, and, you know, it's fun. Like, whether or not you like the Rays or the Astros. If you like the Astros, it's probably not fun. But if you don't have any, like, rooting interest in this one, then it's probably a ton of fun to watch um, a Arena here. Just absolutely crushing. Brandon Lau has been very, very cold. They gave him a day off. Um, He pinch hit late in the um, top of the ninth. And he he just looks lost at the plate right now, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Brasu at you know three eighty five ISO against lefties, so if it is Valdez, I don't mind Brasu. Um, Renfro is always another guy, you know. You always wor- you obviously worry about like the pinch hit risk, but on a two game slate, I'm a little bit more amped to take um, you know shots like that. So. um I don't mind taking some shots on him in this one. So for me, as far as Tampa goes, like a Rosarina, if Margo bats leadoff, I don't hate him. Um, Probably going to stay away from Brandon Lau. If he beats me, he beats me. But like I said, he just – he looks really lost at the plate right now. Just watching his at-bat, like even just in this game, you know, he's just – he's struggling. And he's he's really struggled – throughout the playoffs and, you know, it wasn't really shocking that they kind of gave him a day off. Um, but. Um, on the Houston side of things. Assuming that it is um, Blake Snell here. I don't mind Springer and Altuve. Like they hit left-handed pitching really well. I don't want to play Brantley or Tucker in this one. I mean you can like if you're playing a bunch of teams, I, I think you can play those guys and just kind of hope that like Snell doesn't go deep into the game and uh you get some at bats against righties. Like even even Tucker and Brantley both hit left-handed pitching well. It's just like Blake Snell is actually he's just really good um against lefties. So like I don't wanna I don't wanna take that shot. Um so in like a single entry or like a three entry max, um, you know, playing Brantley against the lefty the other day, Yarbrough, um, at low ownership, you know, won me money. So I completely understand why you would do it. It's just, I think this is a much tougher matchup than facing like Ryan Yarbrough here. So, um, Springer Altuve, like Gary L Diaz, these guys hit lefties, like, I don't know if I'd fully stack this one, but again, like it's such a small slate that you're gonna need the you're gonna need the bats that go off kind of in this one. So I don't hate taking some shots on some of these Houston bats. I think a lot of people are gonna target the bats um, from the Dodgers again. Not saying they're bad plays, so you know, filling in the Dodgers with. With um Houston and Tampa, I think is definitely a way to kind of approach the slate. Um, the other game, we got the Dodgers and the Braves. Like I said, it's gonna be Clayton Kershaw and Bryce Wilson, nine total. Uh Dodgers big time favorite in this one. Shouldn't really shock anybody that the Dodgers are favorite here. Um, you know, Clayton Kershaw, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Like I said, assuming that he is good to go, um, I I think the workload is fine. We can trust the workload here. He's the best pitcher on the slate. Um, You know, just kind of like looking at like the Braves, they struggled against left-handed pitching this season. You know, I talked about this yesterday and I've been talking about it, but like I don't – want to just like instantly write them off here like albies has been hitting the ball really well in the playoffs and like he's a guy that's been notoriously really good against lefties um you know patchy they called him up and i say called him up that they're using him in this um series and like he he showed a little bit of power um and has a little bit of power against lefties. So it's Clayton Kershaw. And if he's healthy, he is going to be really tough to beat here. Um, If he's not healthy, it's beatable. And he's definitely going to be the highest stone pitcher on this slate. I'd be shocked if he's not. Um, So, yeah. And then like on the other side of this game, as far as pitching goes, we got Bryce Wilson. Bryce Wilson has a 5.3 X FIP on the season. Um, you know, the Braves pitching rotation banged up with some injuries and like, it's, it's definitely going to hurt them in a long series. And like, they just with Kyle Wright getting crushed yesterday, this team just needs as much of a solid start as Bryce Wilson can give them here. Um, I probably won't play Bryce Wilson. Uh, Like I said, I think pitching on this slate is, somewhat tough because i want to play the bats in this game um outside of like the bats on the, the dodgers side of things so uh let's talk dodgers bats you know bryce wilson he struggled to both sides of the plate doesn't really strike lefties out and like if you can't strike out these lefties Seeger, muncie bellinger peterson rios was back um if you can't strike out these lefties, you're in trouble. So, you know, I, I like really like all the Dodgers bats. I think they're all phenomenal plays here. Betts, Turner, Smith, you know, the righties as well as the lefties. Um they're the top play in the slate. And, you know, if you played on Wednesday slate and you, you know, you tried to be contrarian by not playing the Dodgers, I don't necessarily think that was a bad strategy by any means. Um it obviously didn't really work out, um, but like, don't be afraid to do it again. Like, don't be afraid to fade the Dodgers here um, to be different, to be contrarian, to try to get a unique team on a two-game slate uh, where we're going to see payouts in, in most tournaments, um, especially like larger tournaments. Um, you know, payouts are going to be pretty top-heavy here, so overall like looking at the dodgers bats i think they're the best team to play on this slate um but they're also going to be the highest owned team to play on this slate you know everybody's going to be talking about how the bats came alive and they hit the ball really well like they're expensive but it's still not hard to make it work um you know jock peterson is 3.3k if rios is in there he's 2.8k so there's plenty of Easy ways, um, you know, to make it work here. So, um, the Braves bats, man, they're gonna be a team that is going to be very, very, very low owned on a two game slate because they're facing Clayton Kershaw, and it could easily not work. And Clayton Kershaw could go out and dominate this team but like i don't see a lot of different ways or a bun- a different a bunch of ways to really be different really try to get those unique builds on the slate and i think the Braves bats have the upside to break the slate on any slate that they're on they also have the ability to stink um so looking at this spot... I think if you're not if you're if you're not going to play Kershaw, you stack the Braves. You get the ultimate leverage there. If maybe Kershaw feels back spasms in the first inning, and the Braves stack goes off against the Dodgers bullpen, um, and, and just like you're different enough that you know you're you're contrarian, you're getting those you know unique teams. Um, so. I think that's a way to potentially try to be different on this slate. Um if you are playing Kershaw, I still don't mind you know trying to maybe get like Ozuna or Albies in there. Um like if you're not playing out Suve you're probably looking at Albies, uh maybe Brasu. Um but overall I do think that um this one's interesting. Like just thinking about like the ownership that Kershaw is going to get and how low owned the Braves bats are going to be in general. Like I'm not saying it's going to work by any means, Um, but I do think that again, like all it takes is some back spasms Kershaw out, like, you know, bullpen, And you get, like, the max leverage. You get the max leverage. So, um, I wouldn't go too crazy with it. If you're playing some large field tournaments and you're, you know, chasing that first place prize, I do think that is one of the few ways um, to be different on this slate. You know, I think that you could potentially try to to research, you know, if Houston is going to use a bullpen game, like, who's gonna be the bulk guys um and, and just try to get leverage using maybe a relief guy that's gonna throw like three or four innings but i think the better option you know for for large field tournaments here is just taking a shot on the atlanta braves and hoping that um the bats just show up in this one so um outside of that nothing else really to kind of go over here you know it is a smaller slate um yeah it's a smaller slate and like you can already like i'm recording the night before like i always do and you can already like feel exactly how people are going to play this slate and like it makes me, it makes me definitely want to play um, some entries in some large field tournaments and just play some Braves. Like, oh man, they're just they're gonna be low owned uh, again. I know I keep saying that. I keep repeating myself, but like I'm just kind of like processing and trying to get through the slate, like process wise, and like I, I just I think they're the ultimate leverage in this one. So, um. That's it. I don't really have anything else. You know, there's not a lot going on right now. Um, you know, no Thursday night football like next week when we do some world series games and stuff, um, you know, I'll be able to talk some Thursday night football and stuff on these shorter slates, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. I'll probably, you know, wait and see what tomorrow looks like as far as like, if it's going to be a two or one game slate and, um, I'll probably talk like Sunday night football on after like just you know talking the Sunday night football game. So, but yeah, if you guys ever like if you have anything that like you want me to talk about over the next couple of weeks, um, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Stevie TPFL and um, I'll try to work it in. Like I, I know like I'll talk some esports and stuff like that. I know you guys enjoyed um, the esports. You know CS:GO breakdown. I just haven't done enough research on that slate, uh, the five-game DreamHack slate, to um, to break that one down. I, I do like... So I love watching um, North of America CSGO. So like, if you're playing the IEM um, Extreme Masters, North America two-game slate, I love um, Liquid. I think Liquid beats Fury in this one so like uh, just just watching Fury in the last match like Vinny's been playing really good for them and like he's just not a guy that typically is like a big time fragger and stuff so if he doesn't frag I I think that I think Liquid can win this one and I don't think it's necessarily going to be too close um But you know, I I do. I I say it's not going to be close. I do expect it to go um, three maps, for what it's worth. So, um, but yeah, and like, if you're playing that two game slate, make sure you pay attention. It is going to be um, B Wells, not um, Booby. So make sure you, um, you know, get some get some exposure if you're if you're like if you like the whales. E wills is super cheap. Like he's super cheap. He is a guy that can frag. So definitely don't mind um, a cheap. You will. So uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball, Sunday night football, anything that people reach out to me on Twitter. Um, Like I said, these, these podcasts are fun. Like there's not really a lot going on. There's not going to be a ton of stuff going on. We're going to talk esports. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff over the next um, month or so. So, if you have any suggestions or anything like that, hit me up. If not, um, back right here tomorrow doing this again. So good luck in your contest and uh, see you guys again tomorrow.